jazz. After I spoke with you last time, get this, people were reaching out to Tyler, asking him who that goddess was with a beautiful voice. Can you believe that? And I thought to myself, this, this is the time to reinvent yourself. I can be whoever the hell I want to be. The Mother Teresa of jazz. Oh yeah, jazz. I wanted to get inspired, so of course I put on some jazz. One of my old Ella Fitzgerald records, known as the First Lady of Song. Obviously, I'm the second. There's just a little bit of my jazz humor. But right away, almost immediately, the record started to skip. I know, I know, and I literally said out loud, Oh my god, Ella, what's wrong? Talk to me. It's like when your pet is sick and you're like, talk to me, but they can't, because, you know, they're an animal. Well, this record couldn't talk to me, because, you know, it's a record. So I got real close, and I looked at it. But of course I couldn't see anything because I have such bad eyes, you know, so I had to buy my opera glasses. And no, not because I've actually ever been to an opera. I'm not fancy. Who do you think I am, Reba? No, I use them to spy on my neighbors. But not you, Helen. Also, you looked really good in that blue the other day. Anyway, there it was. I found it. A scratch on the record. I said this record is ruined. I said it is ruined. And then right then, right there, it reminded me of how I talk to myself. Yeah, you heard me. Looking in the mirror each morning, seeing my own scratches, my own wrinkles, and thinking I am therefore ruined. But I said not today, and I put that record back on, and I listened to it scratches and all. And you know what? No, it's not the original song. But the scratches created a new rhythm, a new song. Yeah, I may not be the Little Miss New Jersey Turnpike of 95 anymore. I may not play like I used to, but thank jazz I don't. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life, a new life for And I'm feeling jazz. Oh. Welcome to episode 38 of Have a Blessed Gay, your spiritual comedy podcast. I'm your holy host, Tyler Martin. Some news that is noteworthy from this week. The Biden administration announced that they will enforce a federal policy to protect LGBTQ people from discrimination in healthcare based on gender identity and sexual orientation. Whoop, whoop. This is huge, especially since we are in the thick of local anti-LGBTQ legislation across the country. This, hopefully, anyway, will mean an end to several of those hate bills. This is a victory that oddly simultaneously feels kind of gross to celebrate, right? We are a country with a dark history of using healthcare to discriminate, playing with marginalized people's lives like they don't even matter. So although it's kind of shitty that we're even celebrating something like this, this is one step closer to equality. Just remember, as you are celebrating, this is only a step. We've got a long way to go, y'all. But damn it, I truly am feeling good. 
and I hope you are too. Are your vibes high? Because that is what this episode is all about. I am so thrilled to have the inspiring Athena Berry on today's episode. Coming from a Hollywood dynasty as the niece of Rita Hayworth and a cousin of Ginger Rogers, yeah, I know, so freaking cool, Athena Berry is the founder and creator of Crystal Reiki Healer, one of the fastest growing online presences for crystal and chakra education, crystal Reiki healing, and resources to raise that energy vibration. She recently came out with a beautiful book called Raise Your Vibes, which is currently available wherever you buy books. The book is such a fun introduction to Reiki healing, crystals, intention candles, and several other forms of rituals and practices. Y'all, I've been wanting to have a Reiki healer on the podcast for a while now. I find the work so extremely fascinating. And when Athena talks about it, she makes it seem so obtainable and easy to digest because, well, it is. She and I get into what Reiki is exactly, what energy is, how to know what practices and rituals are right for you, self-love, and how we can vibe higher in order to purposefully live life. This is a feel-good conversation, y'all. As always, if you enjoy the podcast, please do subscribe, follow, like, and leave that glowing review. It will be very appreciated. It's all free, and as silly as those actions may seem, they actually immensely help out the podcast. So thank you in advance for doing that. Now, let's get to this conversation and raise them vibes, y'all. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, the leading provider of online counseling. Y'all, the world is crazy and mental health is important. Some might even call it spiritual. I personally use BetterHelp myself and absolutely love what they're doing. BetterHelp makes professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient. So if you're struggling emotionally, battling anxiety, or you can't stop crying after an episode of Queer Eye, BetterHelp can be there for you anytime, anywhere. Go to my personal link at BetterHelp help.com slash gay to check it out and get what? 10% off. The best part is you don't even have to leave your house. They offer four ways to speak with a licensed counselor, video calls, phone calls, real-time chat, and direct messaging. All counselors have been qualified and certified by their state's professional board. In other words, you're not talking to a lobster dressed in human clothes. They're legit. All you gotta do is go to my link at betterhelp.com slash gay and begin the questionnaire to match you with a therapist who is uniquely qualified to serve your needs. How sexy. It's super duper easy and you're matched within 24 hours or less. BetterHelp has a monthly subscription rather than paying per session, which makes it cheaper. But if finances are still a concern, financial aid is available for those who qualify. Get counseling, improve your life, and help this podcast out in the process by going to betterhelp.com slash gay. Sign up today and get 10% off. That's betterhelp.com slash gay. Athena Barry, welcome to Have a Blessed Gay. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. 
Of course. And I just want to get into it. Tell us who you are and what the hell you do. No, thank you. Well, my name is Athena Barry and um, I'm an energy healer. I do Reiki and I work with crystals and help people um, get healthier and happier and live better lives. And uh, I kind of started my own journey this way um, through some serious health issues myself and everything in the Western world was not uh, doing it. It wasn't working for me. So I had to think outside the box and uh, I found Reiki and all my crystals. And as I was healing, I was sleeping with rocks. <laughs> my husband would laugh at me. Uh, and, uh, but I really found another way that kind of fills in the gaps for Western medicine. And it's now really just been a true blessing to share that with the world and with as many people as I can, because we can, we can take our power back. We just maybe need a little guidance. 100%. Well, you are the first Reiki healer on the podcast. So you can literally say anything about it and we'll believe you. So just make some stuff up while you're at it. Um, but I, I want you to break it down for us. Tell us what Reiki is. So Reiki is an energy healing modality. And the idea of it is you're channeling universal divine force, life, energy, and you are channeling that to anything you want, really, to a person, to a thing, to, um, to, your, to your life, to your home, your car, your driving. It really helps um, balance your chakras, helps you live healthier. It helps mend bones. It really does fill in the gaps where um, science kind of stops and faith begins, I guess you would say. And you really, you're channeling that divine love and that divine energy. It, it is everything. I mean, Reiki is everything. It's, it's all around us. It's that life that, uh, it's that life force. So being able to channel that beautiful energy into whatever you're working with, including yourself, really helps raise your vibration, really helps you heal, not just on a physical level or an emotional level, but a spiritual level as well. So it's it's really kind of all encompassing. And um, anybody who tries it is, you know, always has a beautiful sense of like peace and, you know, this love that maybe they were missing somewhere else. So hopefully I can help spread that awareness and, and bring it to others too. I'd love to even go further into that. I, especially talking with people about spirituality, the word energy is often used and you use life force as well, which I really love. Would you just even give a definition of energy? Because I feel like that's a word that it means something different to each person. They talk about it differently. So with you and your work specifically with Reiki, what do you even mean by energy? Everything that we are, everything that we see, everything that we do is energy, right? And it's all kind of, um, it emits a vibration, okay? So that's kind of how we see it in our world. I mean, even our sight, like, let's just look at how we view things. What are we actually seeing? We're seeing light and energy 
bouncing off a part of our brain that then translates into whatever we're seeing in front of us. And although our site is actually pretty limited, as we're finding now with there's like super cameras that can, you know, uh, view heat, view different light uh, spectrums, there's there's whole animals and rainforests that we didn't even know existed because we couldn't see them. Um, and it doesn't mean they're not there because now we have technology, right, to, to see it. Um, so everything that we have, that we are, emits a vibration. And then the way we kind of measure that is through its frequency. So our thoughts, for example, literally have a vibration and emit a frequency. It's small, it's slight, but it does. And they now can actually kind of gauge that, read that scientifically, which kind of gives people a little more like, oh, if it's in the science, you know, I can believe it. Right. Um, <laughs> it has to be proven. Uh, they even have, um, they have even cameras for people who have, who do Reiki, where they will, they will look at the energy that's emitted from their hands. And you can see it from the hands using these special cameras. Um, so, what is energy? Energy is everything around us. Our entire universe is energy. Um, we may be a little tiny speck of that, but even that little tiny speck makes up our entire universe. Look at our bodies. We are made of thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands cells that are constantly renewing and evolving and movement inside every little tiny cell. But can we see it? If you look at your hand, like I mean, sort of, right? You see your skin, but how many cells just doing that are you wiping off? So we're kind of like that little piece in the universe. And every time, you know, if you take care of your skin, you take care of your body, you drink your water, you know, depending on what your faith is, if some people like to pray, some people like to sit and meditate, um, whatever helps connect you to that divine source, we'll call it, um, is, is a really amazing thing because that keeps our bodies healthy. Our cells can work in harmony. When we go out and we, we sit on the grass, uh, Mother Earth literally is taking those, you know, positive ions and, and grounding us. We're actually energetic, electrical beings of energy. And Mother Earth is an amazing way to ground us. And um, just like when you plug in uh, a lamp, you know, there's one that's for electricity and there's one for grounding. Because if you don't have the grounding, you know, you have fire and chaos and, and people are not that different. Sometimes I see people, I'm like, can you just ground? Can you just go sit on the grass? Like, just ground yourself. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with you <laughs> this is more for me than it is for you for everyone else yeah, <laughs> yeah really. <laughs> let me help you help me come on <laughs> there's something so fascinating about a beautiful explanation by the way but there's something so interesting and so I was raised in a Christian background and Christian church. And for me growing up, there's always a big disconnect between physical and spiritual. But in this way, and thinking of it in the form of energy, I think that's a really beautiful way to, to marry any faith, any type of organized faith or religion or group and, and to also embrace the universe that we're a part of. And it just makes sense. And even to go a little further, and then I'll drop the energy, but I just, I love this stuff so much. If we can put out positive energy, then does that also mean that we can put out negative energy? Oh, of course. 
Yes. Let's just, let's just think, um, you know, to give you a visual, when you walk into a room, right, uh, of people, when you walk into like a party or a group or and not that we get to do that very much now, but not right now. You know, the markets are <laughs> still a group, right? And you can just see when someone's having like a really bad day. And when you're around them, it, can, it kind of pulls you down. Like you kind of feel that like, oh, it's almost like it almost feels like dirty, right? It's almost kind of like, oh, get that, you know, off of me. Empaths really struggle with this a lot because we tend to take on other people's energy as our own. So somebody's feeling sad, then we feel sad and we're like, wait, I didn't, nothing happened. But, what? Yeah. You know? So yes, absolutely. And that's why, you know, I'll, I always say, you know, when you vibe higher, I vibe higher and we all vibe higher, everybody around you. When you walk into a room and you are flying high, uh, not on, you know, any substances, but just, I mean, <laughs> or maybe <laughs> or, or not, I mean, I'm not going to judge. I'm not judging. Um, but when you walk into a room and you are, you know, high vibrational people gravitate towards you, they want to be around you like that. You make them feel good. So it's like, wow, oh, who's this person? You know, like, wow, I want to come get to know her. You know, when we vibrate that higher frequency, right. Cause we're emitting that, um, it really pulls people around together. It really makes the environment feel better. I mean, think about how many times, you know, mom or dad were unhappy at home. All the kids felt it. Everybody in that household could feel it. And it was like, oh my God, let me hide. Let me get away. I don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. So yes, absolutely. You can, you sense that. And maybe you don't, Maybe it doesn't resonate as what you're feeling. You just know that it doesn't feel good. And then there are ways that you can shift that too. I mean, maybe that person's just having a really bad day. Something really sad happened. They had a loss and they're projecting, you know, that negativity and those, that anger or that sadness onto everybody around them, you know, be that person that's kind to them, be that person that you know, can bring that smile back and make them feel a little better. Just let them know you're there. Sometimes even just saying, you know, I'm here. If you need to talk and me think the word love, literally thinking the word love, you are raising your vibration. And if you're just thinking, I love you, as you take somebody's hand, just like that, you can raise that person's day a little bit, make them feel a little better. Um, and in religion, you know, there's, I think part of, part of the, the, the struggle with religion is that there are a lot of rules and you know what you can do, what you can't do. And a lot of, and in spirituality, there's also a lot of fear-based spirituality. Oh, well, if you do this, you're doing it wrong. And if you do that, you know, I always like to say, you know what, there are no rules. You know, this, this whole idea of, you know, you have to do something a certain way. If I don't place my hands exactly the right way, it's not going to work. That's just, come on. Like, oh, you didn't go to church that Sunday. That's okay. You still have your connection to God. You still prayed. Like, isn't that what it's about? It's not about what this guy over here tells you you're supposed to do. I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, you know, we all are individual, amazing beings and part of our universe. We're all connected. Why restrict ourselves with, with things like this that really are just, you kind of keep you down. You know, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> Well, thinking about things that uplift, let's go ahead and talk about your book. Uh, I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed your book, Raise Your Vibes. It's so beautiful and visually appealing. It's such a terrific design, but more than that, it's 
you just so neatly define Reiki and several other spiritual modalities, including crystals, candles, manifesting, meditation, and all in a way that is just so inviting. It's so simple. One of the main overarching themes of your book seems to be self-love. That is something that kept hitting me over and over and over. Can you talk about the importance of self-love and what inspired you to write the book? Oh, well, thank you so much, first of all, for your kind words. That is, that's just, that's ah, going to make me cry. You're, you're so much <laughs> love. Um, thank you. Yes, this really was a labor of love, um, putting this book together. And, and self-love is such an important thing because, you know, how we feel about ourselves is also how we communicate with the rest of the world and the people around us. So, you know, we were talking about projecting earlier and people really do project their hurts onto others. You know, our parents do it, our, you know, it, it, it goes in cycles, right? Like every, you know, every generation has their own projection of old wounds, old traumas. And if you don't heal those, and if you don't learn to love yourself and give that beautiful energy of love to yourself, how do you how do you share that with others and how will people um, have that same love for you right I mean yes your mom loves you yes your grandma loves you yes they do but if you're not you know loving yourself they can't they can't force that on you like it has to come from you and love is the highest vibration so when we're vibrating from a place of love when we feel good about ourselves everything else around us that we do starts to get just a little bit better too mm. so it's really that's kind of like the basis that's a really good place to start and then and um, with all the tools in the book i really love having many different things in there because not you know the same thing is not going to resonate for everybody right so what resonates for you might not resonate for me. And this kind of gives you a nice wide range of what can work for you. You know, some people with manifesting, they do better by writing it down. Some people do better by focusing that intention on a candle. Some people do better by burning a bay leaf. I mean, everybody has kind of their own way. We're all such beautiful and individual and different. And that's what makes us beautiful is that we're all unique in our own way. So why would energy healing be any different? You know, whatever, what's going to work for you is not going to work for somebody else. And that's okay. And this book kind of gives you those options. It gives you ideas and your energy changes by the day. So what worked for you yesterday, maybe that's not working today, right? So if you open the book, you're like, okay, let's try something else. And then you find something else that works for you. And that's what's so beautiful about energy healing is we are constantly changing. We're constantly moving. We're constantly regenerating ourselves. And if we can find other ways to do that, I mean, great, right? Why restrict ourselves with those rules? Like, we don't have to just do one. We can do, we can do all of it. Like, why do we got to choose, right? Just like preach, um, preach, <laughs> preach, yes. <laughs> I talk about spiritual fluidity, which essentially is that, that we are ever-changing, ever-evolving. So why wouldn't our spirituality be ever-changing and ever-evolving? It only, it only makes sense. A, a quote from your book that I, I really loved was, the beautiful thing about energy healing is that there is no quote unquote wrong. You will be successful each and every time you do them to raise your vibes. And 
I am a person who needed to read that. I feel like every time I try a new practice or ritual, I'm always like, is this thing on? Am I doing it right? What, and is this how I'm supposed to feel? Or like, you know, it's just all the silly thoughts that come in my head. And I would love to learn, how do you approach a new ritual or practice? Uh, and, and, you know, and you're not alone because everybody kind of does that themselves too. Questioning, you know, that voice that comes into our head that says, no, you're not doing it right. No, this is wrong. It's like self-sabotage, you know, yep. tell that to go away. Like I am not talking to you right now. I am handling my ritual and I'm going to do it exactly the way it needs to be done. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. tell that voice to go away. Um, I, I, I like to name, I like to name mine. Um, I call mine Bobby. And uh, nothing against Bobbies. I mean, you know, I love Bobby. I, I know a lot of Bobbies actually, and uh, they're great. But for some reason, Bobby is the name of mine. And I will literally tell Bobby, like, I'm not talking to you right now. Like, this is not what we're doing. And you don't get a place in my ritual. Because right now, this is about what I want to bring into the world, not you. And I know that sounds a little, it sounds like you feel a little crazy when you, <laughs> when you first do it, like you're like, I'm talking to myself, like, really? But you are, I mean, you know, and it's okay. Like you, mm-hmm. you can do that. So when you approach your your rituals or you're trying something new, just kind of be open to the right way that's for you. Like, again, you're different. What your energy is different. So what feels right to you is right to you. Mm. It doesn't feel right something's off there. Right. So it's really, it's really all about trusting yourself. And I know that that's, that can be a little intimidating. It can be a little hard um, where we kind of grow up in a society that really tells us not to trust ourselves. You know, we have to trust authority, but what about trusting ourselves and trusting our own voice? And I think that would be a great thing to, to raise the new generation with, you know, to really empower them to know what's right and wrong for them and be able to verbalize um, when something's not okay and allowing them to feel safe to do that. You know, that's really important. So with the visual, the, the rituals, you know, do what feels right for you. That's, that's where you're right, right? It's like, if it doesn't feel right, yes, that's wrong, but there's no wrong. It's only what is right for you. I, I also feel that I go into some of them thinking, oh, I need to read the instructions and I need to do it perfectly. Like I have to be an expert before I've even experienced the thing that I'm trying, (laughs) which absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. I, I feel like along with what you're saying, I'm just like, yes. And just like, we don't have to know the end result what is happening right then, right there is right. And that is it. You know, there is no end result. And uh, yes. And I love that you put it like that because it's so true. I'll, I'll get asked, you know, by people, okay, well, I finished the ritual. Now what? <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> the, the magic is, is in the ritual. It's, you know, life is about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about enjoying the process during. And while you're doing rituals, think about it. You are pouring those intentions. You're already making it work and making it happen as you're doing it. It's it's not about like, it's not a formula where, you know, if one plus one equals two and okay, I got to two, it's done. 
it, it doesn't work like that. Time is not, is not a linear thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about the destination. It's about how you live along the way. And the better we live, the higher vibration we live, the happier that we can be. And look, we're all going to have bad days. Okay. So it's not to say like, oh, if you read my book, you'd be happy all the time. No, <laughs> that's not that. That's so not the point. Um, the point is that this can be a guide, especially for those days when you're not feeling good, you're not feeling well, and how to shift yourself out of that, how to, how to get yourself from this low point of not feeling well to raising yourself up to feeling better and getting back to vibrating that love and bringing that love into your life. It's, it's all about the journey, guys. It's not about the, <laughs> not the destination. Same with the rituals, you know, enjoy the process. You know, that's where the magic is. Something I really appreciated as I read the book was that these practices and how you talk about spirituality, including Reiki, goes beyond gender, age, race, sexuality, all the things. And these practices themselves, they don't really seem overly seeped in a toxic patriarchal context. Would you say that that's true? I, I would say that's like the best compliment ever. <laughs> good, good, good. Oh my God, you're going to try again. <laughs> that is, um, that's awesome. Yes. Um, you know, part of Part of at least my my thing, my I guess my what drives me is not having this judgment, right? Because mm-hmm. judgment is so limiting. It's you're you're limiting yourself. You're you're self-sabotaging by holding these judgments that something like something is good or something is bad, like you know, oh, this person um, you know, he's wearing a pink shirt. That's terrible. Like, really? I mean, really? Like that's that. Why is that even on your spectrum of what's important? You know, that's like, I I have a hard time understanding. um, And maybe that's part of my lesson. Um, I have a hard time understanding people who are very judgmental. Like it kind of hurts my heart a little bit because people are so amazing and unique and different. And even the ones having a bad day and they're projecting, you know what? Maybe they went through something. It's up to me to change how I'm feeling because I can't change them. All I can do is change myself. All I can do is work on my own thoughts and my own vibration in the hope that that will help the people around me, right? This is kind of the idea. And when you hold on to something like judgment or prejudice or sexism, racism, any of these isms, right? Mm -hmm. You are literally just limiting so many beautiful souls that you could connect with because of this, you know, old negative belief. As a kid, I used to think like, next time I'm coming back as a man because they get to do whatever they want. It's not <laughs> fair. It's not fair. <laughs> and now as I've gotten older, I'm like, well, wait a minute. I kind of really love embracing, you know, uh, being a mother and having that feminine energy too. Like, that's really nice. And then I got a little older and I realized even more, like we all have both. You know, we, and we have to honor the divine masculine and the divine feminine together because we both have, we, we have both. It's a, it's a balance. And if one is stronger than another, you know, and you're lacking in another side, that's where you can have an imbalance. And that's when you start having conflict and issues with other people. So it's really important, I think, to honor that we both have, we have both, you know, all of us have that divine masculine, divine feminine, 
and honor both of them. I think another important note to this topic is, you know, when we are looking for healers, when we're looking for teachers, when we're looking for community, are we researching these people and these groups going back to, you can send positive or negative energy. You can go to people who are uplifting or who also put you down. So like therapy in general is a great concept, right? But you can also go to a therapist who messes you up and who is against you in, you know, certain ways or has different isms that aren't good for you. So in the, in the same way of therapy and community and friendships and relationships in general, I'd say the same for this, you know, if you're wanting an inclusive spiritual practice, your book is a great resource. There are many great resources for people out there, but you just have to look. Wouldn't you agree with that? I I would totally agree with that. And, you know, you also have to find somebody that resonates with you, you know? Yes. Going back again to, we are all individual. We are all unique. We all vibrate a little differently. And when you're, you know, looking for a therapist or you're looking for an energy healer, it's really important that you connect with them, that you resonate with them, that again, trusting yourself, they make you feel safe. They make you feel good. It's feeling safe is so, um, undervalued, you know, and how we connect with people, because that's a really good indicator of someone that you vibe with, right? It, mm. it really is. And, and if you're feeling threatened, you're feeling like you're being judged, that's not the person for you. You know, they're not going to be able to help you. In fact, if anything, you're going to feel worse after. So just, it's okay to explore your options to find somebody else, to find who you resonate with, that's okay. You know, you don't have to go to the same person your friend went to because it worked for her. Like, that's okay. You know, try someone else. Um, You know, whoever you resonate with and makes you feel safe is, is really the way to go on that. Okay, this is such a good segue because as I was reading it, I connected to your voice in the book and uh, there were some like phrases that you used that just like really hit me in, in such a way. And then, okay, I was, as I was reading, several things reminded me of some of my energy work as an actor. Cool. I love that. And then I was reminded in the book, because you talk about it some, I was like, oh yeah, she comes from an acting background. I was like, okay, I wonder if there's some of that that I'm picking up on. There's something just like here. And I'm kind of curious, like with the spiritual energy work, do you find any of that has crossed over from your acting work? You know, acting was really an amazing kind of part of therapy for myself, if that makes any sense. Um, You know, I was able to, I was going through a lot when I went into it and, um, it really gave me a place to feel safe. And even though maybe I wasn't dealing with whatever was bothering me at the time, being able to project and pretend to be somebody else felt really safe for me. And it was a really good form of therapy. And it took a while to kind of come into myself where I didn't feel those feelings of insecurity. I don't know, maybe it's age thing. Maybe it's just the healing process I had to go through, but energy healing and acting, I mean, it's all emotions and and vibration and, you know, how we feel. So when you're acting, like if you're an actor, right. um, And you need to, you know, fill a certain role. What do we do? We go into our head and we start thinking that feeling, that emotion. 
And then we're able to project that for the screen, right? So we can do the same thing to heal ourselves, but on a positive way, you know, like bring in that love vibe, bring in that happiness vibe, help ourselves, help the people around us by vibrating a little bit higher. Does that kind of, kind of make sense? A hundred percent. And actually it kind of, it reminds me of one of your answers earlier talking about raising our vibes and when we are having negative days and it's kind of an interesting like divide between like how you were as an actor and how even though you were raising your vibe you weren't necessarily helping yourself where you might have needed help and i think that's often done it's like we surround ourselves with some forms of positivity but we're not actually dealing with what is bringing us down but i think something really interesting about your book and several of the the rituals and practices is it's not okay you're dealing with this now turn away from that and just be happy it's it's actually like looking at it and dealing with that thing itself yes we'll ask what is shadow work that is that is what you're talking about and that is dealing with your emotions and facing your stuff and the thing about these spiritual practices and the rituals that are in the book it can really be as private as you want, you know, these things can, you know, you're supposed to feel safe, right? This is how you, how you know, it's right for you. So in that moment that you're alone and you're practicing one of these rituals, you are actually shifting and healing, you know, these old wounds, these old traumas um, by, by actually acknowledging them and crediting them and then looking at how you can let that go, you know, so it's, you're not carrying it. It's like this heavy backpack that you're just, it's weighing you down. And with the rituals in this book, you're able to kind of, you know, write it down, what, what's in that backpack and release it, like, let it go. So you can, you know, undo the burden. And that's part of shadow work. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's hard to do this, to, to look in at what really is making you feel you know, lower vibrational or making you feel sick or um, what you're carrying, because what we, when we feel bad, um, that often manifests physically. Mm -hmm. So we'll see that in the physical body. Like, let's look at how stress works, right? What is stress? It's literally a thought process. It's something that's happening in your brain, but it creates actual chemical changes and hormones in the body that can make you sick. They can give you headaches. They can give you cancer. They can give you stomach ulcers. They can give you, you know, whole range, muscle spasms, all kinds of stuff. And this is all from, it starts from thought. So imagine just if you can shift those thoughts into a positive vibration, imagine how much better your body will operate and feel, you know, it's not just emotional, it's physical too. You want to manifest physical health. It has to start with your mind. It really does. The mind is so incredible. I mean, nobody even understands it yet, right? Like scientists are still working it out. Like they still have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is where, you know, energy healers, again, kind of fill in or energy healing fills in those gaps. Um, to help you help you manifest a physical health that maybe you're struggling with in, you know, with medicine, not to say you should stop taking your medicine. You know, I'm not, I'm not against any of that at all. I mean, I, I've used plenty in my life. I went through back surgery. I've had some very um, amazing, humbling pain experiences. And at the time it was, 
it was so amazingly painful, like your brain hurts, but it led me to where I am today. So I guess, you know, there's always a silver lining. Yes. For people who do feel like they have voids in their life, places where they do want more spiritual support, healing, you do perform Reiki healing. And I would love to just know what happens in a healing session. Okay. So, well, yes, I do. Um, this is what I do. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, so when you're channeling Ricky, um, the person is just, I always say uh, that I, especially for distance in person, it's a little different. They're laying on a table and have all that soft music and lights and all that. Um, and it's all pretty. But when I, like when I was recovering from um, back surgery, I was in the hospital. Um, just a quick backstory here. So you have an idea. Yeah. And I was in, in really, really incredible incredible pain. Like my jaw was rattling. I would, I couldn't breathe. It was like a whole, a whole ugly scene and none of the medicine, the medication that the doctors were giving me, nothing they were doing was helping. And the nerves were firing like insane. Cause it's, I had a fusion surgery. So everything got kind of moved and it was a mess. And at one point, while I'm in the middle of this complete freak out, um, and, and rattling from pain and crying and sobbing, my husband, screams over my sobs at me you're a reiki master for god's sakes do reiki on yourself and i was like oh my god i can do that i can do that okay i mean i had never done it anywhere but like that nice soft like gentle place right so i started you know placing my hands channeling energy and during this like 30 45 seconds my breath came back to me my jaw stopped rattling. I was able to like see like what was in front of me. And I had all these people in the room that I didn't even know were there. I mean, it was, that was really like my moment of like, oh my God, this isn't just something that works. It works like this mm-hmm. is incredible. So when I do distance healing for other people, um, I will also tell them whatever you want to just be in your state of peace, whatever that means for you is, is perfect. And and let me tell you, state of peace is very different for many people. Some people want to sit and lay down and meditate, listen to soft music. Some people want to clean. Some people want to eat. Some people want to journal. Some people want to exercise or take dance classes, go for a walk. I mean, everybody, like we're so individual. So I think that's really important when doing distance healing work um, for, for others is to be open to what feels right for them. And again, it kind of takes us away from these rules. Like you have to be sitting here. You have to be doing that. People who have anxiety have a really hard time laying down and, and meditating, right? It's very hard. Okay. So you're going yes. <laughs> to have all this empty time and your brain just starts spinning and they can't, and that's not a state of peace. So no matter how much energy I want to pour onto you and I want to love you with, if you're distracted spinning in your mind, you're not going to be open to receive. So that's why I say whatever works for you, your state of peace, because that's when you're open to receiving energy healing. And the more open you are, the more positive change it can create for your life. That's so beautiful. What is your daily spiritual practice? Do you have one? I'm assuming you do. <laughs> oh, figure. I know. You're like, no, nah, I don't do. I just wrote about it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I 
gosh, I love that. Yes. So um, I do. And it changes also by the day. But the one thing that I do pretty much every day. And when I, when I forget, I notice a huge shift that's kind of sucks. Yeah, what's wrong with me? And it's like, oh, I didn't do my gratitude practice this morning. So for me, it's before, and I, and I have this in the book too, but before, um, before I do anything else, before I get out of bed, before I look at the phone, before I go to the bathroom, anything else, I'm still laying in my bed under my covers. I just, sit there and think for a moment about all the things that I'm grateful for. And every day that changes too. I mean, sometimes it's an effort to think about gratitude because, you know, the day before was so miserable, but by shifting my own thought process into a positive, it's like it, it ripples out to everything else in my day. So my gratitude practice is my, my absolute first go-to. Um, some people like to do that at night before bed. Hey, you know, whatever works for you, that's cool. For me, it's that morning um, because it really sets the day on a positive. Other spiritual practices, well, my rituals. Um, I adore doing rituals. I feel like when you perform a ritual, you are taking an active role in your life and in your healing and in what you want to bring into your world. So, you know, waiting around for other people to do it for us, I, I, I'm, I'm too impatient for that. Like, I can't, I just, I can't do it. I gotta, I gotta make things happen for myself. Mm. Spiritual baths, I feel very spoiled when I take my, my spiritual baths. Uh, I put all kinds of stuff in there. I get Epsom salts and essential oils and maybe some rose petals. Uh, my crystals, of course, I'm always dumping crystals in it's the best. It's like soaking in a giant crystal elixir, you know? Um, and it really does make me feel so much better. Um, shower meditations though can be just as well. If you don't have a bathtub, that's okay. Water is just incredibly healing. So of course they do Reiki. I mean, I pretty much channel Reiki into everything. Um, that kind of, it just becomes almost even like second nature. Like you think it and it just starts. Um, so my hands are always getting really warm and uh, <laughs> my kids are like, God, mom, <laughs> Rick, you're, you're making me hot. Get your hands off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, me too. And, um, so yeah. And then this book too, with, with raise your vibes, I really wanted to share this gift of Reiki with everybody. And, you know, if it's too hard to think of Reiki channeling, think of love channeling, because it's, it's the same thing. You're mm. channeling that vibration of love, that universal life force, high vibration of love. So um, I love that I was able to do that for people in the book and hopefully it resonates and, um, and then they can enjoy this beautiful energy too. Well, where can people find the book, find you keep up with <laughs> all of your amazing work? She has an incredible Instagram. So please shout that out for sure. And, um, yeah, where, where can people keep up with you? Thank you so much. Yes. Well, um, the book is available everywhere. I mean, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart. I have it on my website. I have signed copies on my website now. Like, woo, so exciting. Um, it's for US only right now, unfortunately, just because shipping is 
really hard with the pandemic, but yes, that, that is www.crystalreikihealer.com. But any of the crystal shops or spiritual shops, you'll see, you'll see Razor Vibes in there because it's coming to all, you know, it's, that's in the genre. And, you know, when you go into these spiritual, um, like crystal shops, especially you'll see, you know, books on chakras, you'll see books on, um, you know, crystal grids. And then this one kind of has all of it in there. You can do crystal grids, you can work with chakras, you can work with Reiki, you can work with whatever, you know, whatever you're into in the moment. And then I'm also at Instagram, which is at Crystal Reiki Healer. Um, and then you can always search up Athena Barry um, online. I, I'm, I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for being here and spreading your positive vibes with us. Um, yeah, I just really appreciate you and your time. And thank you so much for bringing me on here and introducing me to your beautiful community. It's, I'm so grateful. I'm adding that to my grateful practice, my gratitude practice. <laughs> Have a blessed day. Yes. <laughs> they are amazing. Thank you. <laughs>what a beautiful conversation listening back to it i got inspired all over again and here are my main takeaways number one reiki is an energy healing modality a way to channel divine energy number two there's energy all around us hell we are energy we can manifest positive or negative energy and it's kind of a snowball effect when i vibe higher you vibe higher, we all vibe higher. Number three, what feels right to you is right for you. Number four, spirituality is fluid. What works today might not work tomorrow, and that's okay. That's how it's supposed to be. Number five, remember to search for people, groups, and environments that will uplift and support you. Number six, feeling safe, feeling comfortable, is a good indicator of knowing who, what, where you vibe with. This is such a good thing to keep in mind for literally everything. If you don't feel safe, something is up. Number seven, stress and anxiety produces physical side effects. So take stress and anxiety seriously. It doesn't make you weak to acknowledge stress. It makes you stronger. I hope you found this enlightening and uplifting let me know what are rituals and practices that you use to raise your vibes. If you don't have any or you want something new, definitely check out Athena's book. It's in the show notes as well as all her info and the podcast info. Make sure to follow the show on social media at Have a Blessed Gay on all the platforms and reach out to me. You can DM me on social media or just use the email in the show notes. I truly do love hearing from you, so do not hesitate to reach out. And again, if you love the podcast, leaving a review is super quick and really helps out. But listen, y'all, if you're having a hard time and you can't raise your vibes, there's no shame in that. Remember that I always post helplines in the show notes, so reach out to them if you need to. Just know that you are not alone. And please take this energy that I am sending you and use it for the rest of the day. You are special. You are purposeful and you are fucking beautiful. Have a blessed day, y'all.